Hey, greetings, fellow slingers. It's your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you back to another episode of our Delta Green Scenario Convergence, episode 14. You know, 14, I just can't believe it. This thing's gone on probably twice as long, almost three times as long as some of our Delta Green seasons. But you know what? I can honestly say that we are in the home stretch. I know we already have a couple of the episodes already recorded, so I know where the ending is at. We're barreling down that tunnel and there's a light at the end of it. The only thing we don't know is where not that light is a freight train barreling down. But we're all going to find out together. Speaking of freight trains, our newest Delta Green homebrew, Lot 27, is about to begin. Can't wait to get together with the hard slingers of yore and see how that turns out. I've been really looking forward to this. I know I've been talking about this for some time. Well, it is a reality and I can't wait to run it. So remember, if you like what you're listening to, please leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. We're on all of them. And if you really want to help out the show, then please subscribe to our YouTube channel at Roll the Heart 20. Click that little subscribe button and, and that little notification bell so you don't miss when we drop a new episode. It really, really does help out the show, helps out with the analytics. And you know what? Like I always said, if you want to help out the show, do these kind little things and make sure you you pass it on to a friend or a family member if you're really enjoying what you like. All right, not going to waste any more time. Let's just warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode 14 of our Delta Green Scenario Convergence. Getting down to the wire. Why can't I hit the D? Because my D's too big. The big D. <laughs> That's why the D's too big. The voice. Aaron lies the problem. Yo. Sammy. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, try to get everybody's window where they belong. How you been? I'm doing good, man. I was just telling Tony that I was looking at your texts last night, and I think even as he was slurring, even in his text window, <laughs> just who's that, Eric? Tone. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then my wonderful buzz was interrupted by my contractor leaving and leaving us with a fucking mess. And I had to go, oh, God. All that hard work could get nicely lubricated and it turned out that I'm on my hands and knees scrubbing the fucking floor. Is that what you're calling yeah. that nowadays? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were ready yeah. to get down to some business. We kind of left in the middle of quite the cliffhanger. Actually, before Shit. we begin, um, I want to give a shout out to James Wachter, who claims we are the best and thanks us for pronouncing his name correctly. James? Yeah. Yeah. Simple name, James. I mean, yeah. how hard is that? <laughs> What's the problem, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> how do you so mess that up? I guess you really can't. Anyways, <laughs> let me lead us on into the uh, to the foray. Greetings, folks. So. Sorry. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> greetings fellow slingers welcome back to roll the hard 20 podcast it is i your trusted handler brian with me my hard slingers of yore yeah. episode 14 of our delta green scenario convergence so episode 13 what an interesting episode that was i actually have quite a bit of summarization that i need to relay to the listeners and probably to you guys as well 
You returned to the shut-eye and found that the guest in room 106 was one Scott Adams who worked for Watch the Skies. He was found dead in his tub by a suicide. A purple protomatter globule had ejected itself from his head and the four of you went toe-to-toe -to -toe with it in the hallway. It was split asunder by each into two smaller spheres. You're welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> One of them attacked Karen Cola's assistant, Susan, forcing its way down her throat. She went comatose, but not dead. You managed to secure both protomatter spheres and then escorted Joe Krista and his family out of the shut-eye in time to watch Sheriff Oakley arrive. The lawman had been a thorn in Adesso's side since Word 1, and so Adesso, on orders of SAC Derringer, brought the sheriff into the building to show him everything they had discovered so far, showing Oakley the body of Scott Adams. The sheriff was shocked by two things. The mutilation of the body and that he had left his six unguarded. Adesso took the shot, ending any further investigations from the sheriff. He then moved on to check Adam's second room, finding Jane Allen being sequestered within and very pregnant. While being protected by Adams, who told her he would get her out of Groversville, she explained she was only six weeks pregnant, but she looked closer to nine months. You called SAC Derringer again to get a cleanup team to handle the proto-matters. Susan's body... Scott Adams' body, the <laughs> sheriff's body, and to take Jane Allen back to Derringer. Oh, we're not done with bodies yet. No, not at all. It was while <laughs> opening Jane's door that Agent Alpha of the cleanup crew inquired to the status of the individual at the hallway's emergency exit, a very feral-looking Sarah Harbor guest specialist. And that is immediately where we pick up. <laughs> so let's have a one more one more body to the pile <laughs> only one hopefully only one <laughs> let's have a rundown on where everybody is in this hallway or in what room they may be in i know that agent alpha is in front of room 102 i don't know who's beside him though agent each where are you in the hallway i'm um, with the rest of the fellow agents down there in front of room 109? Yeah. Okay, who was with Agent Alpha at 102? Somebody had to open the door. Oh, that might have been... Well, real quick, where's the rest of the... Are his other agents in there too? Two of his agents are in room 106, cleaning okay. up the sheriff and Adams. The other one is in 109, looking at the bag of protomatter and Susan's wrapped up body. Then I think I was with Agent Alpha because I was telling him, he's like, who's that lady? I go, that's Susan, guest specialist. Yes, she belongs here. Okay, so you're standing next to Alpha in front yeah, of I'm, room I'm one or two. Okay. Adesso, yep. just shake off the dust and tell me where you are. Yes, I am next to, well, we came out of 106. We're talking to them, Agent Alpha through Delta. And being since they came in through the central doors here across from the manager's office, my guess is I would be right about right there at the corner, not in the manager's office, but in the hallway. Copy that. So as Agent Alpha looks down the hallway at Sarah Harbor, he brings his MP5 up in its shoulder sling, looks at you each and says, get behind me and get my other men up here. You got get, it. Get you and your men out of this place. We'll take over from here. 
Copy. You're going to need backup. So I'll, um, if I can, if, I, if it's my turn, I will move back and let the men know Agent Alpha needs you to deal with a threat. He had told us to leave. So I will, I will be telling that as I pass by and telling our boys we are to extricate ourselves from the premises. As you're saying that, each, you see Agent Delta come out of 109. You see Beta and Charlie come out of 106, and they all converge down the hallway, weapons up. They clear past the lobby into the hallway towards 102 and immediately form a line and start lighting her up, giving you guys an opportunity to get out of there. Okay. So tell me what you guys want to do, where you guys want to go. We are no longer burdened with the bodies or the bag, correct? The agents will be cleaning that up? Yeah, if they survive it. Well, that's true. I'm sure they will. It's one one old lady and four agents with machine guns. They're doomed. Yeah, I th I'd say we just leave it leave it to them and, and get rolling, unless we want to hang out and see if they finish the job. In game time, what time is it? I'm going to say it's probably about 7.30 at night. Okay. Well, it's dark. I would suggest to the rest of us that we just make sure that they actually cap this broad and that we don't have another running problem. And then after that happens, which sounds like it will, then we can all go and watch the pretty lights. And you just hear an immediate volley. And you hear this feral scream. Are you guys staying in the shut-eye? I think we're exiting, but we're kind of lingering a bit while they're to make sure. Adesso stays back in the hallway just to make sure, because these guys have passed the lobby. Is that correct? Yeah, they're well past the lobby. They're on the west wing of this place right now. Got it. Adesso would like to peek around the corner. You see right there and just see, hey, did they get her? Did she, more importantly, did she go down after they got her? Okay, as you peek around the corner, you see all four of these agents spraying the hallway, and you see this human female do things that, that are shocking to see. It's It defies right. logic what she can do. She's squatting down almost like a, like a frog, bouncing off the sides of the walls, grabbing onto the ceiling with these claws, dropping down, and you see and only one of them actually manages to hit her. That's what I was afraid of. And I need to roll for the damage. She takes two points of damage. Oh boy. <laughs> That's not good enough. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Now, technically, each, you're up next. I don't really think there's much I can do with a hallway full of men. Well... Let me rephrase that. I don't think there's uh, much that I can do with a hallway that is blocked with burly agents with machine guns. And I could try to shoot. I'd end up winging one of them. But I think that what I could do is I could set up position behind them in case she gets through the four men with machine guns. The uh, lone agent with the sword will take care of the whole problem. <laughs> It starts off as a good story. We'll see how that ends. So I will pit position myself on the map here, GM, uh, in between the hallway and the manager's office. So you're right next to Adesso at this point. Yeah. 
Okay. And I'll be in front because he's he's a little winged, and uh, I'll have my sword ready. She covers the distance towards the line of men and raises up her hands, and you see these gnarled purple and black fingernails that are about three inches long on each hand. And she comes down on the first one and hits. Oh, boy. You see him. Ah! She comes down on the second one and misses. Good. Rice. So I'm still kind of in that alcove area because, remember, I was on the computer. Right. So I'm going to come because I hear all this activity I'm going to come out from behind the, the front desk there, pistol in hand, and and kind of move into the hallway, go a little north, and look down that hallway. What do I see at that point as I look west down that hallway? You see a line of four men and some blur of a feral female, obviously Sarah Harbor, just crouching like a like a hag trying to attack them with her fingers. You also notice that the door to room 102 is wide open. And that's where this whole skirmish is taking place. Uh, Are all the agents, they're all side by side in that hallway, basically kind of staggered. They're kind of staggered. They're not shoulder to shoulder They're, but they've created enough of a visual barricade that if you were to try to fire through them, Whatever you fired at would have cover. Okay. And then Adesso is close to me, right? As is each. Okay. And Coldwell, where are you at? I was next to uh, 109, so I'm actually planning to move towards everyone. Okay. So I yell out to the other agents, do we want to flank her? Like go outside and then come around and flank. You know, as this is going on. Because I I don't have a clear shot. I'm going to hit an agent if I shoot down the hall. Do we want to, guys, do we want to flank her? You know, come around from the other side? I would think that if we got on the other side, we're going to be staring down the barrels of four guns. Um, Yes, but I'm not suggesting that we get into the line of fire. Standing outside the building? Yes, standing outside, kind of box her in. And I'm yelling at this, you know, kind of loudly to the guys, like, what's our plan? What's our plan? Because there's all this commotion going on. You know, obviously we can't all just stand here waiting and watching. What's her only exit out? Isn't the doorway in the hallway the only exit out? She's got the door and the window. She's got the door and the window. through one of the rooms. Yeah, Yeah, any rooms. And the emergency exit. Well, I'm going to be standing right here, center of the hallway. If she gets through the men with machine guns, I'll I'll be crouching so you can fire over. And once she engages, I'll attack. Okay, so at this point, then GM or handler, I think I'll stay where uh, kind of where I'm at, watching all of this unfold. What vehicles do we have again? Uh, we have th- options right now. Betsy, got old Betsy's. We got the sheriff's. <laughs> and got um, a, a agent's van if we need it. <laughs> where are the real quick? Where are the? Where's the? Um, who's got the keys to the sheriff's? Or is did we grab them? I have an idea. That's why I'm asking the question. Each, didn't you move the car? Yeah. Yeah, we moved the car from the so, front to the back so it wouldn't attract immediate attention. So he may still have the keys. Okay, yeah. so I am I yelled to each, 
give me the keys. Give me the keys. You know, the throw them over the sheriff's car. The sheriff's car. Give me the keys to the sheriff's car. Okay. I'll just reach in my pocket, grab them and throw them back. Just both of them. So I'm not going to take my eyes off of the yep. fray that's going on. So handler, I'm going to, I'm going to run to the sheriff's car. I'm going to go around that West side and block that door with the sheriff's car. Okay. How are you going to get to the back of the building? Uh, back of the building, I can go out the east side. Okay, so your move will take you outside of the emergency exit door, and that'll be your full action. Yep. Okay. Now, Odesso and Coldwell have the same decks, so why don't you guys do a roll-off to see which one of you wants to go first. With your uh, D20, D20, please. Okay. Oh! Did you get it? Oh. I got a hard 20. Oh, yeah. the hard 20. <laughs> Uh, I got a two. <laughs> you almost got it. You just need the zero. Yeah. You're halfway there, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> That's common core at its best. <laughs> You're halfway there. All right. Coldwell, what are you going to do? Coldwell wants to move into the lobby and head towards the front door. Okay. Do you want to go out the front door? Uh, he just... Is the door locked right now? No. Wait, no. I don't remember if it got locked. I think they might have locked it when they after they came in. Make a luck they, roll. All right. They don't have a key. Yeah, but there just has like a little, like a uh, knob latch. Luck straight up D20? Yep. 10. 10. Okay, it's unlocked. All right. Coldwell wants to position himself between the doorway and kind of overseeing the window for 102. Oh, so you're going to be outside of it then? Yeah. To see the window. Okay. Got it. This has to be attracting a lot of attention too. Like our random gunfires from before were enough, but now we're getting light up the sky with uh, with these machine guns. And that's something to consider because the one or two shots might've been, okay, I don't know if that's backfire or what that might be. Mm -hmm. Then you got the cleanup crew coming and then all of a sudden you've got people just lighting up the hallways and stuff. So... And these operators, I mean, they're pretty good at what they do, and they're just, they're not able to cut it right now. Adesso. haven't hit yet. Yeah, Adesso. Adesso's going to draw his pistol and take a shot. I read the uh, shooting into a crowded. I got a negative 20%. If I took a knee and okay. embraced myself, would that make it any better? No, because you got, you're dealing with a moving target that's behind cover, too. And it would make you un-American by taking a knee, you dog. Uh, it's only to brace myself. Might work if you're in France. Yeah. Uh, uh, good aim. But I could aim. 20. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Coldwell said it. I'm going to aim. So I'm going to draw and aim. I'm going to try to use the corner as cover. Yeah. But I think that with taking that aim is reliant on a stationary target. This target is moving. So she's not going to be mm. where you think you're. she's going right. to be the whole time. Well, I mean, wouldn't... Uh... If you are tracking an animal, like as it's running, that's aiming, right? And you're waiting. So I could see it being similar, you know, like moving the pistol around. Okay. And all that. Yeah, let's you're, do ca it. you're calculating your shot. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do that. He's going to draw and just start aiming down the corridor, you know, doing his best to count. I know I got the disc. I know I got the problem. So the aim would add 20 and the shooting in the hall hallway detracts 20. So then I'd be back to my native skill. So I'll have to wait till next round. The four 
men start firing again. One of them hits again. Lord, you suck at rolling. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you want me to do, man? Cheat? No. <laughs> use them weighted dice you use against us. Yeah, yeah. right. What was the expression, bro? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's it. (laughs) She moves on to another target to attack with her claws. Did they damage her? What's that? Did they damage her when they hit her? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, she's still going. Uh, Five points. Okay. He takes four, another one. And as she does that, she attacks once with her hand and then jumps into room 102. Each so attacks and moves. Yeah. yeah, she's just right there. So right. you could move like a foot or two. Gotcha. That's in the rules. Uh, no, one I of the things that, that we're putting I'm... together is the rules of engagement. Right. My better. I should have asked a better question. It would be that when she moves into the room, is she moving completely, or is she trying to use the doorway as cover? It looked like something might have caught her attention in there. What it, what all was in room one and two guys? Wasn't was that Jane? No, that was Jane Allen was in there. Yeah, but we took her out. Wait a minute, maybe she's still there because the the agents Alpha through Delta were taking her out. We got the Krista family gone, so maybe somebody decided to stay behind for some stupid reason. I what guess we Jane. Re- I guess Jane that was in there because we were allowing the agents to take care of her, mm-hmm. or take care of her so there's still two agents up or three rider they're all still up oh okay. just two of them are wounded okay no big deal all right well <laughs> no big deal ain't nothing. yeah it's not a big deal until they're dead ain't nothing but yeah. thing each yes i will move uh, outside go through the front double doors and move to position myself uh maybe not right in front of the window, but near a window. So if this thing is trying to flee, I can attack or pursue it, but not, I don't want to be two things, one in the line of fire. And then two, I'm not going to be waving my sword around. I want to keep it close to my side. So anyone looking won't see a uh, man in a casual outfit running around with a samurai sword. Rice. I made it to the vehicle on my move yet. Yes. Now you're at the vehicle. Okay, so I'm going to go tear an ass with the car over to that west entrance. I'm going to turn on the lights, not the siren, but I'm going to turn on the lights and I'm going to I'm going to just I'm going to turn the lights on so that if anybody questions, hey, you know, what the hell's going on? Oh, the, the sheriff's already there, so we don't need to worry about it. So I'm going to block that door, though, with the vehicle, like the front bumper. Um. Side door. No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put the uh, passenger door up against the the building. Okay. And then also, as I do that, is there a shotgun in the sheriff's vehicle? Good call. Make a luck roll. Uh, luck, 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 luck. D twenty, baby. Come on, let's do it. D twenty. <laughs> Hard 20, baby. Oh, okay. yeah. There we go. So you see the shotgun bolted right against the dash, locked against it. 
And with that 20, I would say that the key to that lock is on the ignition ring. Because I was going right. to make you roll for that, too, if you'd succeeded. But could you not with the D20, baby? No, yeah. no. <laughs> so are you sure about turning on those lights, dude? That's just going to, it's nighttime. People are going to see that from a ways Hands off away. the chest piece, babe. <laughs> lights are on. Nobody's home. Okay. So you get your 12 gauge out? Yep. I take that 12 gauge. I've got that door blocked. And then I'm going to come back around the south side of the building and go towards the uh, the front door. Okay. Coldwell. Uh, each is in front of me, but I think I'm just going to hold cover and draw my weapon for that window in case anything comes out. Adesso. Now you see that your quarry that you were tracking jumped into room 102. Make an alertness check while you're there. Okay. Uh, that's a fail. Uh, you need to get under 20. I got a 51. Okay. Yeah, those those four agents are still right in front of you, blocking everything that's going on. All you know is that you saw this blur of white clothing dart into 102. What would you like to do? Well, given the that's two rooms away, 102 is where Jane was, correct? That's correct. And we had already, she had blocked the windows to make sure the place was really nice and dark. So going outside and trying to see anything is going to be impossible because it's blacked out from the inside. Um, and we got two agents out there anyways, just in case yeah. something jumps through. I'm going to, well, I'm going to keep the hallway covered in case she comes back out because I can't see any utility in going outside. So he'll Dude. stay where he is in a ready position and see what happens next. Because yeah, you got five hit points, dude, and they got four agents with machine guns. Like, right. if they're not going to do it, then you wouldn't be able to do it then and there either, you know? So just, yeah. like, keep keep your distance. You can always run. Yeah. yeah. Do what you got to do, brother. Cool. I would. <laughs> you see that two of the agents, the ones that have not been struck by her, stand shoulder to shoulder at the threshold of room 102 with their weapons still out in front of them. You hear the MP5 of the first agent burp into the room. And you hear this screech. Can I tell if it was Jane or maybe Sarah? My baby! <laughs> yep, that's done. <laughs> Let's see, what could we make? What could you uh, use for that? All I can think of is this baby is going to look like Quato from Total Recall. Oh, there we go. I could use something like alertness. It's not really what uh, I'd say like intelligence. Do an intelligence check, Odesso. No problem. And that was a zero five. It sounds like a animal screaming. No. Whether or not that might have been Jane Allen or Sarah Harbor probably closer to Sarah Harbor. These guys look like they're professionals. Got it. The second one raises his weapon and pauses on the trigger as he looks over his shoulder at the other two in the hallway. And you see them each grabbing their neck where she had struck them and they start slumping to the floor. Oh boy. 
Double tap, I'm telling. He levels back up and fires into the room. Misses with a 94. You hear this scream inside again from that same entity. And you hear Jane Allen scream, Ah! No, not me! (laughs) Each. Ah. All right, well, there's nothing really we can do. I mean, short of running back in there and going in the room. Outside of uh, outside of the combat here, boys, what's our game plan? Are we just going to wait until these guys finish it up? Do we want to get in the mix? What do you guys want to do? Well, we're going to have a problem. She's infected those two agents she hits. We're now going to need not only a new cleaning crew, but we're going to have to deal with the guys who were infected. Yeah. And I don't know that yet. You're the only one that's seen that. Right. So things are rapidly going from bad to worse. Well, okay. So outside of game, do we want to engage in this? Do we want to get in the room, get in the mix? What do you guys want to do? I say we stay out of the room, see if these guys can handle it. And if they can't, we clean up after. Well, there's only two of them left. And yeah. take on it. Maybe take an aim on, the, on those agents <laughs> on the ground, dude. They're... Well, see, the thing is, even if we kill them, I'm not sure that's going to stop the problem. We have to put down Harbor, and now we've got the agents who are going to be, you know, two more of the same problem. Thankfully, we still have quilts. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I think, it's, I, I think at the end of the day, we're going to have to push our way towards that room and finish up killing those two agents that are infected. The other two agents are likely not to survive. All right. Well, maybe we just enter now and keep those two dudes in, in sight. If they start changing, we have to dome them. Uh, yeah, that's that's what uh, I mean. That's what I feel like we're going to have to well, do at this point. The agents did say to get ourselves out of here. So if we wanted to follow their orders, we could leave. But then that just transfers the problem. That's not us. Kind of. We're here to take the risks and make the others safe. So we can't just simply mm-hmm. walk away. We need to make sure they contain it. Yeah. Really confirm that people be, uh, dead. I morals. think this is going to be a four-alarm fire. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of dead people in this. It's already there. It's already, we're going to have to set this whole place on fire. Yeah. Okay. Are we all agreeing that we're going to we're right. going to finish cleaning this up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, in, yeah, so I'm in favor. Each then is going to curse the incompetence of these agents and their machine guns, and make his way to the door of room 102 as you make your way to the room because that's your full movement you pass by the two agents that are slumped in the hallway holding on to themselves they're not even holding on to their weapons tactically anymore they're almost just putting their hands on the handles on the grips and just letting the sling keep it there and they're just holding their necks and you just see like a fever in their eye almost of disbelief you see the other two agents standing at the doorway, obviously prepared for another volley of rounds to go down range. And as you look past them, you could just make out this creature standing over the prone body of Jane Allen on the floor as she writhes in her, her own blood at this time. Jesus. So Jane's bleeding? Yes. Agent Rice. I'm assuming as I'm coming by 102 and the the uh, window, I hear activity or gunfire from that room. Are they they're shooting into that room, right? The agents. 
they were at the time before you came around though so they have to have shot out those windows not necessarily no nah. mm. i've seen tone shoot before and i can tell you if he's going to shoot he's going to stay on target i wouldn't say that they would do that okay so the windows are still intact yeah or the window at that point yeah there's a large bay window and it's still intact at this point okay um all right so i'm gonna just continue inside to provide cover and backup to fellow agents so okay. at this point my move will it take me close to 102 no it'll probably take you just inside the lobby right next to the manager door okay so that's my movement that's where i'm going i've got shotgun in hand Odesso. i'm gonna parallel each and back him up and being since it's it's a little i know it's coming so my thought is to parallel each and when i got a clear shot at sarah harbor i'm gonna take it okay so are you aiming in this round no there's nobody there the two agents are outside the door she's jane's there but she's on the ground the only one standing inside the room is is her correct that's correct okay so it's well if i'm if i'm not wrong it's just a standard shot okay you taking that shot i'm going to take that shot all right and that is a oh 51 under 56 so i got well done all right okay let me roll for damage that a d10 or d12 d12 hell yeah uh nine points nine points you tap her in the dome (laughs) and she slumps back clawing at the distended belly of jane allen as she goes down lord goes to the ground still well done agent adesso you see something looks like it maneuvers beneath her abdomen this is of sarah harbor almost like it's trying to chest burst its way out of her oh boy coldwell i think i skipped you did i skip you by accident no he was sure yeah he actually should have gone before me oh, coldwell, yeah. yeah yeah coldwell took your killing shot <laughs> nah that's fine shoot uh i need to move closer towards the window and then see inside of what the situation's going on yeah you can't see there's curtains and a blanket is blocking that window and each is still outside the window right no i'm inside he's inside inside? yeah the rest of us agents are inside we're just inside that uh like lobby area okay cole will make it into the room 102 through the window see what's going on okay it's locked it's not open how are you how are you gonna do it you just gonna oh i thought it was broken in no then i would have to make my way back around the other way towards the door so you make your way back inside two of the standing agents look in the room one of them looks back at their comrades on the ground and he departs and goes and checks on them trying to figure out what's going on with them the other one actually goes into the room to stand over sarah harbor and he looks at this thing moving under her chest and i need for him to make a sanity check and he's good to go he looks back at 
you, Adesso, and he says, what the fuck is this shit? What are, what are we cleaning up here? Is, is this, are they are all these bodies like this? Just these two, maybe Jane. We're not and sure. And maybe your agents. Yeah, maybe your agents. We're not sure. We should wrap. We should wrap her up. We should wrap her up in a, in a another. Take something off the. Oh, you gonna take me out of here now, Where's Scott Adams? I'm not doing so good. I peed myself. Was she uninjured in the fight? No, yeah. she's injured. She got okay. injured. Yeah. The thing. The Can thing we see where? attacked her. Somewhere across her right shoulder, down to her side, it looked like the attack was trying to go for her abdomen. Well, regardless of that, if the agents who were clawed are starting to suffer some of these things, Jane is as well. So we probably should bind them up with if they have if the agents have handcuffs or things like that for our safety maybe their own too because i can't imagine having two agents and a pregnant teen going all saber-toothed wild child on us hey honcho i don't think he's doing so well neither one of these guys are doing well they're burning up to the touch you see agent alpha look back all right i need to get my men back to i need to get them some medical attention asap all right, I'm going to... Uh, shit. I still need to clean this shit up, too. He gets on the radio, and he leaves the room, and you hear him start giving off a series of numbers and letters of a code. And he starts whispering in hushed tones into somebody on the other end of that mic. A few moments later, he comes back. I got another team on its way out here right now. Um... Me and Charlie, we'll, we'll go ahead and hold the fort here. I need you four out of here now. Because I have no doubt that this is going to start bringing the law down. And if we have Copy to get that. into it with them. And then you need to understand. And as I had said, contain your agents. They will be changing into what Sarah Harbor guest specialist changed into. And potentially Jane may do it. So for your protection, you better... Put bracelets on them, on their feet, whatever you need to do. Well, is is this special harborist, is, is she dead? Is that thing dead? Is that She's thing dead, but what's inside of her isn't. So you're going to need to wrap her up, much like we did the bodies that you've seen already. Well, what about the bodies at the other end of the, the motel? Are they, are they dead too, or are they going to be a problem also? What's going on with them? Well, no, the sheriff and the other one had both committed suicide. <laughs> one killed the other in a spat. Um, but the ones that have been infected, you will see immediately. They're going to start going crazy. Your agents are gone. Well, let me ask you this. And he, he's leading you towards the lobby away from his men and away from Agent Charlie. Have you been able to slow these things down or kill them? Have you found anything that works unequivocally against them? We're going to be trying fire sometime or soon. electricity or frost. We were thinking about using a, a CO2 fire extinguisher to see if that did any had any effect. 
but we hadn't had any chance to do that yet. Okay. All right, let me and Agent Charlie take care of this. The other team should be here in about 15 minutes. Go ahead and take your men and get out of here. All right, good luck. All right. And as you guys are walking down the hallway towards the lobby, you see him pull out his sidearm and start walking towards his two men that are prone in the hallway. As you leave the shut-eye, you hear two fires go off in quick succession. Pause, and then you hear two more go off. Okay, and not, not a third set, huh, for Jane, or a fourth set for himself? <laughs> for himself? <laughs> Goes back to the sheriff. Okay, well, I guess we can take our cars and somehow drive away from this with uh, nobody seeing us, or... Yeah, that's the next thing we need to figure out, gentlemen, is... Can't take the uh, main highway? Yeah, how are we going <laughs> to make our way through there. I think a Camaro in this town is a standout already. Charger. Char sorry, Charger. Um, the Firebird. Uh, yeah, but the Charger <laughs> is going to be standing out. Uh, the old Betsy is going to stand out. You can hear Betsy. And the Sheriff's car is also... So everything we have is going to be attracting attention. I'm not sure which ones we should take. Should take the van for the extra cargo space in case we need to haul something, <laughs> you know. So when they come out, their hands <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got the mystery mobile ready to rock. <laughs> Question to the group outside of game, so to speak, would be: Are we okay with leaving these guys to take care of this? Because it doesn't sound like they're going to be able to do a good job. And I don't Sounds really like one guy's I mean, pretty 730, effective. it's probably around 740 by now. If we wait to 15 minutes just to make sure the second team gets in place, then we'll know for sure that this got wrapped up before we leave to the lake, I mean, the reservoir. Well, if we stick around, we also risk having all the sheriff's men and all that come down here, and then we're in another situation. Because we don't know when the, the second team's going to come out. I mean, well, it took us a few 15. hours. Oh, 15. So Rice is going to go take the sheriff's vehicle and move it again to the back, turn the lights off and move to the back of the building. Okay. Once he gets out of the vehicle, he's going to look for any additional ammunition, you know, shotgun shells that may be in the vehicle and then pop the trunk and see what's in there as well. Okay. You Just pop see the if trunk. there's anything that we can use. You see road flares. You see stuff like a first aid kit back there. Go ahead and make a luck roll to see if there's any extra ammo back there. Uh, 14. Flares. 14? There's yep. a box of 12-gauge slugs. And you yeah, see a flak vest. Okay, so I'll take the, the flares, the slugs, and the flak vest. That's it. Okay, and you then... You leave the I'll, first aid kit? Um, take it. Uh, hold on, I'm looking. I might already have one. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would suggest yep, that we. I'll. I'll take the first aid as well. Okay. We I was trust... Sorry, I'm sorry. Go. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, man. I thought I had a. I thought I had a first aid on me. I was just checking my inventory, but yeah, I'll take the first aid as well. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting all like, uh, like Weepy. it's a real world issue. <laughs> I'm like, like <laughs> we like. I think that we need to trust our agency 
and the cleanup crew and yes. trust that they're going to be able to perform their job. They did they did perform their job. It did take Adesso with his, you know, bullseye mm -hmm. sharpshooting, but they were getting there slowly. Um, but I think that we need to we need to make ourselves scarce because we're going to be the ones that are in the direct line of questioning as to what's going on here. I would I would bet. And, and nobody knows that we were here. Well, the That's sheriff's office does. Yeah, but from as far as they knew, we left town in the morning. Well, I'm sure Sheriff Oakley was bitching that they did. We'd had not left. And I think there was someone else with him, wasn't there, in the morning when Adesso got in the altercation or no? Mm, I don't remember. Do you I, remember I, uh, Adesso or GM? What was that? I, was there a man with Sheriff Oakley, a deputy, when no. he pulled over the guys? No? Okay. No, he was by himself. It looked like that was a personal vendetta because they were going mm. after his son. Mm. I agree that, look, we've got to let the... We can't... We can't be the entire agency. We have to have some trust that SAC Derringer has sent the right men to complete the job, even though they, they lost a few guys. We have to assume that they're going to manage the scene. Yeah, they'll probably manage to douse that whole hotel with gasoline, gasoline. or moonshine or something. And that's how they're going to be cleaning it. So I wouldn't be surprised if we, when we were driving up by the lake we see the reflection of orange on smoky clouds you know <laughs> yeah well I, I say we get rolling what is what do you guys think and we make our way to the the reservoir and get out of town agreed yeah as you guys split you do notice that there is a all-black panel van driving the speed limit passing you guys by going towards the direction you had just left and that's really all you know. You guys make your way out of the town. You travel three miles, start heading towards the reservoir. Is that where you guys are going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At this point, it's probably a little after eight, maybe eight fifteen. Feel the cool air blowing by you. Start making your way along the fire roads up towards the reservoir. And you got a beautiful view of of the hills all around you. Everybody make an alertness check. Each. Seven. Under 53. Adesso. 11 under 20. Coldwell. 43 under 50. Rice. 89 over 50. <laughs> Are you driving, Rice? Probably <laughs> driving. He was asleep. <laughs> we'll say that he was driving because it'd probably be the only reason why his attention wouldn't be where it's at. But everybody's on, on this heightened state right now. And the three of you are, are looking all around like, like wired up cats. And you just have all three of you happen to notice a pinprick of orange coming from the town of Groversville. Yeah. <laughs> Probably right around the same location as Merle's shut-eye. Eventually, you guys find yourselves circling the reservoir. Tell me what you would like to do or where you would like to go. What car do you have, by the way? The char Challenger. The charger. Sorry, okay. The charger. <laughs> I keep changing it for you. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. Well, Rice is driving. Where are we going to, Rice? 
weren't you guys here earlier? Jesus, tell me where to go. I'm this is my first time here at the reservoir. Where do you do we need to go where you guys were at originally or Odesso? Yeah. Where did uh, where we well they, where did they say the lights were coming from and where's where's the best position to park? I don't suggest we meet up with old uh lips and 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 the baby <laughs> Oakley right now. I don't think we want anyone knowing that we're here if possible. Right. Where do we need oh. to uh find you know make it make our stand here it seemed to me the best place to be would be the opposite end of where they were camping that's where they said the lights came in over the hill then they go into the water although there was no splash which is very interesting so i think the opposite end of where we were or where uh coldwell and i originally visited because that's where they were camped or no it was rice and i rice and i originally visited we'll go to the opposite side of the lake reservoir so Rice is listening to this exchange between Adesso and Ichi and he's looking at the road and kind of headed towards that direction you know that they're talking about yeah when you guys hooked up with the teens you were hey 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 (laughs) sorry come on man (laughs) I know right (laughs) my bad (laughs) um when you originally liaisoned with lips i don't know if that's better (laughs) (laughs) you encountered them at the southeast corner of the reservoir so if you're looking to go the opposite you probably go to the northwest portion is that what you're talking about doing yeah okay the the, where the filtration system was or was that that was that was more south of the reservoir by about a mile and a half or so yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm listening to you know where they're going, and that's where I'm heading. This is is wherever uh, Adesso and Ichi just overhearing this conversation as I'm driving. Okay, yeah, and you eventually find your way on the opposite side of the reservoir, opposite of where the those teens had been camped at. Pull into a, an alcove there. You see, it's a real dark night, no moon at all. Stars are pretty bright, especially in this high country. Not a lot of light diffusion, especially by fires so we uh we won't be fighting under a pale moon no not this time around (laughs) (laughs) i love that (laughs) all right well we have like about what two and a half three hours before the lights are supposed to dance probably about two hours or so you figure right now it's probably about 8 30 once you guys have made your way out of the town, crawled your way around the reservoir, found a place to park. It's probably about 8.30 at this point. Okay. Well, what did uh, Adesso and uh, Coldwell, what did, uh, what did Old Lips and Baby Oakley have to say about this? When does it start? Around 11? Around 11.30, what? close to midnight. Closer to midnight than 11.30. And then the lights will come over the hill. It happens once every three days. And they descend into the reservoir and they appear to go into the water under the surface and then they rise up and disappear well what are we gonna what are we supposed to do with that you know like <laughs> we can if, if it's light okay if it's an object do we shoot it do any of you know how to swim <laughs> i don't know if i do let me see <laughs> uh, i didn't see it on my list so i guess not um yeah so what's our plan then what is the We've hopefully, if that little 
spot of orange light in the distance was what I think we all think it was. That should hopefully take care of the immediate issue. Mm -hmm. What do we do with this? Well, first off, we need to figure out what it is. Maybe our trained eyes can determine that these aren't just lights in the skies. There's something else. And if they go into the water, maybe we'll be able to get some information from that. And then we can conclude whether or not this is related to our proto people or proto stuff problem, the proto problem, or if this is something completely independent and unrelated. It may be something real that we may not have to deal with, but it may, on the other hand, be something real that we do have to deal with it. So we will be able to make that determination after we observe it ourselves. Is my thought on it. So you guys hang out in the car yeah. for a while. It starts to get real stinky, stale, <laughs> stuffy. And then eventually the two hours pass. And just like those teens said, you see this light appear in the sky above the reservoir, high up. Can't really tell if it came from a particular direction or if it descended straight down. But it starts hauling ass towards the water. And then it slows down just before it gets to it. And from what you can tell, this thing's probably about 30 feet across in diameter. Looks like your typical kind of uh, UFO, for lack of a better term. And it goes into the water and submerges. You see the lights of this vessel glow under the surface of the water as it goes deeper and deeper. And it gets dark and quiet. A few moments later, you see it rise back out of the water just as fast. No splashing, no sound. Rise back up into the sky, real high up. And I'd like for everybody to make an alertness check. Rice. 91 over 50. You still driving? Um, <laughs> Cold World. Cold World, 87 over 50. Adesso. 88 under 20. Over 20. Over 20. Over. <laughs> Waity, over easy. Way over. Each. 48 under 53. And that's real close to 53. So by almost failing, I did really good. <laughs> You're so funny. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, each, it must be your keen eye. Maybe something that you learned while being under a pale moon, possibly. <laughs> but you notice that this light goes straight up. And then for the briefest of moments before it goes completely dark, starts heading towards the south before you can no longer track it. Okay. Gentlemen, before the light disappeared, I noticed it heading south. I couldn't tell if it was moving closer to the ground or higher. I just saw that direction that it moved. Maybe it's going somewhere that we should be also going to. Maybe we'll find that out next session. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I'm going to cut this part out uh, really quick. Big fat <laughs> tips. <laughs> <laughs>
He's going to leave that this, in. All after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was explaining to Chris, I'm sorry you guys are not having a good time with this AP. <laughs> it's uh, not the AP, it's the GM. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I blame the AP. Wow. Okay. Glad I got them doubloons. The you got a gold balloon, <laughs> Tom. Here you go. <laughs> um, you know, it, we've I've done my best to spice it up for you guys. So hopefully that that's taken into account. But I think moving forward, um, I'll vet them out better. But I'll also be doing more of my own stuff. So thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us that five-star rating and review. Don't forget about our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. So if you're into watching and you want to help support the show, then head on over and hit that subscribe button. It really does help the show out. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted over there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next time... Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.